See Jim Owen at a club near you. Go to jimowen.com. It's observational comedy, but I can, you know, I hope it's not too blokey. That's my biggest worry. Always like to do jokes for girls, keep everybody involved in the night. Um, don't you hate it when you get an itchy fanny? Merrickville, 104.9 Triple M. Where am I? Welcome to. Uh, we're finally here, Sydney. It's Origin 2. Tonight, a huge clash. We are going to see titanic events out at uh, Homebush tonight. Of course, we will get a preview of the game uh, before ANZ Stadium kicks off with Ryan Girdler and somebody who's not, a, not hasn't played the game like Gerds, but has seen it on the television, James Matheson. <laughs> and there's, it's, it's the series victory is there for New South Wales. What yep. could possibly go wrong? Jonathan Thurston. Yeah, that and the trains. Oh, yeah, I've got a little bit of an update here, guys. Can we lower the music because it's a sad moment? It's not going to be good. Here we go. This has come from T7 Sydney Trains. Please allow extra travel time due to urgent track equipment repairs at Lidcombe. Yeah, so if you're planning on catching the train out to uh, ANZ Stadium, as most people would be. Yeah, it's like Sydney's had a competition to be who could be the most Sydney, and Sydney's put up its hand and gone, we can, we'll have some urgent track equipment repairs at Lidcombe on the night of Origin 2. Not but it's okay because New South Wales are going to win. Fitting him. Not even Hobart would do something like that. They would Hobart not. doesn't need a they train. They don't have a train. They don't have a train. See my point, though? They wouldn't do it because they don't have it. We have it, so we do it. Oh. <laughs> Lots on the show. Don't go anywhere. Origin footy! Well, we've been waiting for it. It's the 21st of June. It's exciting time because Origin 2 kicks off at ANZ Stadium tonight. A real chance for the Blues to tie this out and to change possibly... History. Oh, everyone's talking about a dynasty for New South Wales if they can get up tonight. Let's not get crazy. Let's just try and, no, let's end, get, one, let's let's try get, and end one dynasty no, before we create no, another one. Let's get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we did that a couple of times already in the last couple of years. But to tell us how uh, New South Wales is shaping up, what are chances to look like? Oh, we've got him. He's already talking. Ryan Girdler on the end of the line at ANZ Stadium. Yeah. Hello, mate. Hello, boys. Yeah, I'm just here with Nathan Highmarsh. He's walking around in speedos. He's a lunatic. Put some pants on, Heidi. <laughs> yeah, it's all is... go out here, boys. It's a carnival atmosphere. And, um, yeah, looking forward to tonight, as we all are. When you say carnival atmosphere, do you mean Heidi's drunk? Because he's, <laughs> if he's walking around in speedos, it's a bit <laughs> early. must be. Mate. No, they, put on, they do a pretty good thing out here on, uh, on Origin Mares. They yeah, get a lot of stalls and uh, yeah. there's a lot of sort of, uh, it's all, almost like a mini Easter show. Little, yeah, yeah. Uh, some rides and a lot of merchandising, a lot of people gathering early. And it's a, and Heidi's brought really the mini Easter eggs. And, oh. and yeah, it's all go. Fortunately, it's not a kinder surprise. Let's move on because um, otherwise, okay. Good. The yes. return of Thurston and Slater tonight. Uh, I know that's gonna. It's obviously going to make a difference to their squad. Who's the most important player to return there? Do you reckon between Jonathan Thurston and Billy Slater? Yeah, look, I, I think they both contribute in a different way, Mez. Uh, Thurston, obviously, just the polish to the sets and uh, just the way that you know the confidence that he'll bring those guys, just in the options that uh, he allows Smith and then Cronk to have in relation to uh, how they play their game, and then. Billy Slater will just change the the way that New South Wales defend. I mean, he plays a different style than Darius Boyd. Darius likes to sort of hang a, hang around the back and look for sweeping uh, wide shift sort of plays. And Billy likes to hang in really close to the ruck and make those edge defenders and, and tight defenders really nervous. So, yeah, look, a couple of really big ins for the Maroons. But, um, you know, we can't be too worried about that. And, mate, the Maroons coach, uh, Kevy Walters, has been uh, criticising Laurie Daly. 
for putting pressure on the referees. Now, we know that, um, obviously, Laurie has said that he's concerned that uh, Queensland will turn it into a wrestling match and slow, to slow the game down, and the, that puts pressure on the referees to make yeah. sure the game stays fluid. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's how we won game one. Uh, you know, we dominated that middle third of the field, and uh, that's, mate, it's all part of origin, isn't it? It's what happens, the toing and froing through the weeks and the talking about the refs. I think Cameron Smith's done a lot of, been very vocal about the refereeing and the way that, you know, Jonathan Thurston needs to be protected and how the refs have done a good job. So, yeah, it's just all part of the game. And uh, I, I hopefully tonight New South Wales will be able to, uh, you know, keep the ball, um, you know, a little bit wider the ruck and, and uh, with some of their wide-running sort of back rowers, they might need to go through the middle like they did in game one, mix it up a little bit. But they certainly don't want to fall into the trap of, uh, of playing a really tight game and allowing Queensland to dominate that break through the middle. Good. Just really quickly, I'll get back to refereeing in just a second. Just as a ground condition, right? I mean, we know ANZ, not a lot of teams and a lot of those players who necessarily are in uh, the New South Wales squad spend a lot of time on that deck. And depending on who you speak to from which code, ANZ Stadium has its uh, variances in its pitch. So whereas, like, uh, you know, a lot of um, uh, people would know their own home ground and obviously there's the home crowd advantage, is there yeah. an advantage or a disadvantage on that actual pitch for those players for New South Wales? You just got to look. It's hard. You just got to, um, you know, you got to play the game according to the to the ground. And unfortunately, tonight there's always a late kickoff. It's about quarter past eight, so there's a lot of the dual rounds. So yep. the ball becomes a little bit slippery. So just the the passing becomes a little bit more difficult. And then also, you probably can't use the whole width of the field. Your outside backs need to stay away from the sidelines because. You know, people can just sort of pick you up and throw you in a touch. So it, it, it's a little bit of a different game, but you know, both sides are in uh, the same situation. And and look, we've seen we've seen some really good games here over the over the last sort of ten or fifteen years since uh, Origin has been played here. So uh, it's a different game than Suncorp, but yep. it's still uh, just as exciting and just as intense. Goods, have you ever been asked to to ref or to coach your kids' sport? Because um, I've recently been asked whether or not I might be able to help out with my son's uh, Oz kick, and I've had to say to the, the the guys at the footy club, "I'm sorry, I can't because I'm an unstable human being, and yeah. there, there will be an incident, and it may involve the authorities." So they've said, "Okay, understand, stand down." Yeah. But what about yourself, Goods? I coached uh, when I was about eighteen or nineteen. I um. I coached like the under 12 Bs in one of the local uh, collegiate sides back yep. there in Wollongong, um, and then and until the finals, uh, and then I I was barred from going to the grand final. Why? But it was a B side. Why? But yeah, I got well. Yeah, I got a little bit vague. I was running the water as well as coaching. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, you know, I got a little bit vocal at yep. um, at one of the semifinals, a little bit competitive, so yep. to speak. And some of the parents from the other side didn't take too kindly to. Some of the things I said, so I was actually just asked to uh, suspend, they called it, for one yep. match. Yep. Suspend for one match. Gomez, you never know until yep. you put yourself into the position. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you never know how you're going to go as as a coach or as an umpire or referee until you're in that position where the authorities roll up and it's an underrates game mm. and you're being taken away and it's kind of embarrassing. You're right. You never know until you're given that yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah, we lost the grand final too. And, and I put See, that down to the pure fact well, that I wasn't there to coach. 100%. Well, not coach, running the water. That's what it was. That's the problem, yeah. not running the water out there. See, my problem is... But to, it's all good fun. See, my problem yeah. is, Gertz, if, you, if you're out there, right, and you're refing a game, and this is a real thing, you know, we're talking about the refing uh, in origin tonight, you know, and potential bias or people talking about the, the refereeing standards. 
it's a tough gig. No one wants to be a ref. No one wants to be an umpire because you are never anybody's friend. But the biggest thing is you get the lip from the sidelines yeah. And you've got to be careful that, you know, you keep your temper in, in check because otherwise you're over the fence. They, um, you know, they, they did a great job in, in game one. It's probably the hardest arena of all to ref is origin because of that. You know, the, usually at, at sort of club games and grand finals, you get a, a, a splattering of sort of both uh, different teams as supporters. But at origin, it's just basically 90% Queensland up there and 90% New South Wales down here. So uh, yeah. you're certainly a home ground advantage. Uh, through the sort of the noise of the crowd and can certainly deter some decisions at some point and then encourage others. But uh, I think they did a great job um, in, in game one. And if they can perform again like that in game two, it's so much of a better spectacle when it's about the players and the game yep. and not the men in the middle. Well, listen, Gerds, uh, we'll cross to you later on this evening for uh, the Triple M Origin call. Mate, have a great night tonight, Gerds. Yeah, we'll do, boys. Thank you. Good on you, mate. And I want to open up the phones now. After we're talking about refs and coaches, if you've had a crack at it, you've uh, been involved as a ref or a coach or an umpire in any code, but you gave it away. Maybe you were forced to give it away. Maybe you chose to give it away. What incident in the club made you walk away? Because I've kind of been toying with the idea of being involved as a possible coach, and I've done a little bit of coaching from the sidelines, which no one likes except for me. But here's the thing. You can have blow-ups. I've seen um, mums go completely off the chain. Yeah, classic sporting parents. Yeah, and they lose it. And you see umpires and, and referees just go, you know what, I don't need this. I've got a mate of mine who um, he is a coach and actually has to ref games sometimes, which is very common for his under-8s uh, soccer match. And he just goes, mate, sometimes you just got to stop the game and walk up to a parent and say, if you keep doing this, I'm going to walk off and the game's going to end. Well, Gus Gould introduced the hiring of security guards for Penrith uh, District Rugby League games uh, at the start of last year, I think it was, because of incidents on the sideline between yeah. parents and referees and parents and each other. So let's open up the phone. It definitely happens. Let's find out what was the incident at the club that made you walk away from being a coach or being a ref? It's origin, of course, tonight. A lot of discussion about how the referees are going to go. But I'm taking your course, one triple three five three, about being a coach or being a ref or being an umpire in kids' sports, particularly or at any level, but mainly kids' sports, and having to walk away from it because, sadly, parents, you know, and volunteers, and it's not like there's any money in it, um, offer up their time to help out kids, to help out the community, and some loose units get out there, make it hard for them, threaten them, uh, or just make the game impossible to uh, conduct. And they walk away from it. Last year, I, I'm they, one of those peanuts. <laughs> last year, they uh, introduced a trial of GoPros on the referees' chests, so that any parents or wow. players, you know, giving too much grief Far to these out. junior refs, could be held accountable. What's next? Riot gear? I mean, seriously, <laughs> really hard Actually, to run that's in. A, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, Dale and Sinclair. Hello, Dale. Oh, good day, Knackers. How are you, mate? Very good indeed. Thank you for calling me Knackers. I like that. Good. Oh, uh, mate, long time listener, first time caller. Great to have you on. The old saying goes. Mate, um, I, I, um, I, I, uh, I pretty much run a soccer club out at Warrington, and um, I, uh, I was refereeing an under sixes game one day, and it was uh, in our district. They once one week a year they have a shush round where parents aren't allowed to, you know, yell out and scream and you know do that sort of stuff. They're allowed to just clap and encourage their kids, but it's about letting the kids play the game. Yep. Anyway, this this round I, I was particularly uh, was the referee, and. Um, I had this parent basically yelling out at me, telling me that I was doing a bad job mm. in some pretty hostile words. Anyway, so I stopped the game and I said, listen, 
I said, I'm more than happy for you to referee the game anyway. He goes, mate, if you don't shut your mouth, I'm going to knock you out. And um, and I'm a big lad. Like, I weigh about 100 kilos. And I go, well, there's two mistakes that you've just made. One, that you threatened me. And two, you're going to hit the deck before I do. Anyway, so now I had about well, five she, or six of them. She, maybe she shouldn't have said that to you, Dale. That was stupid. <laughs> exactly. So then I had five or six of them going, mate, you're going, to, you're going to be beaten up in a minute. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is an under-sixes game. And it's yeah. just around. You should be quietly. You keep yeah. playing the game. It's, it's really sad to, 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 to see that sort of thing happen. It's all about the kids having a good time. And, you know, trying to impress Yelling stuff out of them doesn't help. Having said that, I yell stuff out. I love the idea of a shush round. I think it's really good. I'd be knackered I'm in that round. I'm going to implement that in the office, Miss. Far out. Seriously, don't have shush round in the office. I can't do that. There's no <laughs> way. No, I'm not going to have shush round in the office. Yeah, we can. We can. Saturdays. <laughs> okay. Okay, Craig and Mossman. Hello, mate. Hi, Darren. Thanks for calling through, mate. You've uh, been an umpire, a coach, or a referee? Now, I'm a coach at gymnastics, of all things, and um, I had an incident a few years back when I was at a national championship with one of my kids, yeah. and the kid was doing what we call a, a podium training session, which is where they, comp- they basically practice before they get to compete the following day, yep. and in her warm-up, she wasn't able to put her hair weight on her arm, basically, and I, I questioned why she was in this, this particular situation, and I later found out that she had fell out of a tree swing and had broken her arm. Ooh. And I had a parent who, when they go away to these competitions, the parents aren't actually allowed to be part of the team. Yeah. So this parent stormed into our training camp, demanded to see myself, and wanted to fight me um, in order to get her kids to actually train and, and com- ultimately compete the next day. Now, we didn't know that the arm was broken at this point, but we agreed that we would reassess the next day, the day of the competition, and see if the child was suitable to compete. And then, unbeknown to us, during the night between the training day and the competition, the parents had broken into the accommodation that the team were staying at and force-fed their daughter antibiotics and anti-inflammatory no. drugs. No Why? And then we assessed the kids the next day, unbeknown to us that the parents had done this, and then the kids ended up Obviously, doped up to her eyeballs, couldn't oh. feel any pain. Oh. She couldn't, she couldn't compete to her best of her ability, but she was totally oh. passed by the physics and doctors at the event to compete. Came dead last, and then I lost my job because it was my fault. <laughs> Craig, Craig, where can you get these drugs? <laughs> No, uh, I'm only kidding. I wish I knew. <laughs> that is just awful. How long has Craig been coaching the Russian gymnastics team? Isn't that no, just no, ridiculous? No. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, fair income. They're kids. You should never put a kid under duress like that. That's bad parenting, not bad coaching. Matthew, in the ponds. Hello, mate. Hey, mate. How are you going? Very good. All right. You've uh, been a, a ref, a coach, or an, uh, an umpire of some sort? I was a referee for basketball, uh, refereeing an under-14 uh, boys grand final. Okay, what um, made you leave? I, d- I didn't leave. I had the star player of um, the, the t- one of the teams come and, say to he- come and say to me, could I ask his mother to leave? Oh, oh what? Yeah, she was going off yelling and screaming at all both teams. Um, he was quite embarrassed. I, oh. I knew him. I, I knew the kid. Uh, he's quite a good player. And he come and said to me, hey, Matt, can you can – you- Ask my mum to be quiet or, or chuck her out. So I did. 
So did you ask her to be quiet or did you expel her? I, I asked her to be quiet and to stop and she then proceeded to say some profanities at me. So I just said to her, okay, you're going to have to leave. Oh, jeez. Um, so... She she didn't know it was her son until about I think about six years later when it was brought up. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was at I was actually at the place where she actually found out it was her son and um, got an apology out of her in the end. But she needed to apologise to her son more. Wow. So that's the problem. All you do is you hurt your kids that way, mm. and you know that's I don't want I I could never imagine hurting my kids outside of the genetics that I've already given them. <laughs> Tonight, Origin Two at ANZ Stadium. The ANZ Stadium is really starting to get its own history. I mean, not just to the Olympics, Kathy Freeman's at Herwood in the 400, John Aloisi kicking the goal to get the Socceroos through, and also some of the great State of Origin games. ANZ Stadium, I was lucky enough to play in the first Origin there in, in 99. It was actually obviously before the Olympics. Massive crowd, 108,000 people. It was deafening. For New South Wales, it's our ground. So it's you've got great support. A flood of people from about 4 o'clock onwards just gets bigger and bigger. And pretty good atmosphere. As a Queenslander, playing an Origin game in New South Wales, you always look forward to it. That siege mentality us first them. You know you're going to get booed. You know they just hate you. The biggest game I played in Sydney was at the SFS. When I woke up in the morning of the game that day, I looked out the window and when it was pouring rain, we ran out into the field and after about five minutes, it started pouring again and that's when the fireworks basically started in the game. The rain represented the pandemonium. I remember the moment sitting in the sheds before we ran out onto ANZ Stadium. We knew there was over 100,000 people there and it was deafening. I remember trying to uh, communicate out on the field just after we got on there. You could not hear the guy next to you. It was um, quite a moment and one that I'll I'll never forget. I think ANZ Stadium's got a soul. I think the New South Wales fans have been absolutely outstanding. The Blatchies Blues, they're getting bigger. They're so passionate. The passion that's coming out of that place is unbelievable. Now when you cater this ground for State of Origin night and it's just a sea of blue, it's just a great event. It was a lot easier at the SFS. When you played ANZ Stadium, more blue fans to hate on you. When people think ANZ Stadium, they figure those big State of Origin nights and tonight's going to be no different. You just get booed. It was tough being a Queenslander playing State of Origin in New South Wales. When we ran out onto the stadium, we didn't know what to expect. It was new for everyone and the best thing about ANZ Stadium is Queensland. They don't like playing there. No one else likes playing there. It's our home. We've got to take advantage. Interesting toy news, guys. I know that everybody's Listening right now, you just go, oh, what's happening in the toy world? Toy company Mattel, the makers of Barbie dolls, are introducing 15 new looks for their male doll, Ken. Finally. As he's known as, because Ken was just really just the most, he was Aryan. He was frightening. He seriously worried me. It's also a name that's dying out, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And he's uh, they've given him different skin tones, body shapes, hairstyles, uh, three body shapes, slim, broad, and original. Um, and they've dubbed uh, one of the sizes the dad bod. And this is, of course, Mattel aiming to introduce you know modern fashion trends, but also to, you know, to offer a little bit of diversity because Ken, as I said, was a bit airy. And that's mm. what they're doing. They're trying to show some diversity with skin tones and sizes. And I think that is fantastic. If anything, actually, they should probably go even further. If anything, they should probably go too far. Are you a young girl with a Barbie collection? Or perhaps a single man in his 40s living at his mum's place with a restraining order and a police record? Well, are you going to be happy to hear that Mattel have just released New Ken? That's right, Barbie's friend Ken, the sexually non-threatening eunuch with a vulva bulge, is back and better than ever. 
ever. New Ken comes in three shapes. Slim, broad and original. And if I haven't said this already, that sounds like a description for a range of condoms. New Ken has 15 brand new looks designed to represent every minority and ethnicity. Looks include... Kenny Vasquez, the Guatemalan transgender single parent with a Chinese mother who works in a cocaine plantation but has hopes of a better life in America. Kenny Pandan, a one-legged half-Ugandan polyamorous father of three. And Kenny Penguin, the half-man, half-aquatic seabird that suffers depression and alcohol rage and lives on a rock on an island, Bass Strait, who's having a non-sexual mound-on-mound affair with Kenny Seal, the half-man, half-seal, who lives in the ocean but dreams of having a tuft of grass, he and Kenny Penguin can call their own to raise their brood of genetically blessed half-bird seal man plastic children. New Kenny in stores now. Tonight, of course, is Origin on Channel 9 at 8.30. But if you're not so much into Origin and you'd like another alternative, the ABC would like to offer up the first episode of the brand new series of Mad as Hell with Sean McAuliffe, who joins me now. Sean, great for you coming in to push a barrow that is clearly uphill. Hey, Merrick, no. What are you doing? Don't don't mention Origin to anyone. I might, might have missed it. They might, now they're going to watch that show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, of course, people, Triple M listeners in, in Sydney have just gone, what? Is Origin on? Wow, because they would not have been able to miss it. Mate, congratulations on the series return. It is a terrific show. It's very, very funny, Matt. So I really do enjoy it. Do you think the Maroons will win? <laughs> Oh, thank you, Merrick. No, we uh, we are very proud of the show, and I should say, can I point out? Can I crow? Can I pat my own back just for a moment and say it is the start of our seventh series, and I have never ever been able to say that before. That is ever. that is that is pretty awesome because I mean, honestly, in uh, Australia, getting seven <laughs> series of anything is amazing, um, but particularly for a comedy because I mean, normally once it gets to about series two, series three, Channel Seven gets hold of it and kills it. <laughs> Yeah, well, we haven't had that offer. That might be uh, might be because I've worked for them before, and mm. they go, "No, nah, mm-hmm. don't touch that one." Well, I'll speak. But, uh, we, I'll speak very specifically about your work. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think I think because it's the ABC, you're pretty safe now, yep. Merrick. You wouldn't you wouldn't know this because you you haven't done a lot of shows on the ABC. No, no, but, I've done uh, one. I got to two series, and they went right. That's enough. <laughs> What was that one? What was that one? I uh, see exactly. Let's move on. Let's keep. Let's talk about your shows. But that's what we're here to all right, then. All right, all right, Mate, good, so, good, good. All right, yes. Um. So, impersonators. You said you had. You said you had. You said you had questions for me. Yeah, I do. Um. Impersonators right, okay. of of Malcolm Turnbull. Now we saw recently that you know because you do a lot of satire. Um, yes. We saw Malcolm Turnbull satirising or impersonating. I wouldn't call it satirising Donald Trump. Will you have someone impersonating Malcolm Turnbull? impersonating Donald Trump? Well, look, it's more complicated than that, Merrick. Um, see, How? Malcolm Turnbull... Well, No, no, it was. No, it's very subtle, very nuanced, and I, I think you've missed the whole point of his act. Yeah. When, he, uh, when he, he channeled the cadence and speech rhythms of Donald Trump, it didn't actually uh, embody Donald Trump. He didn't impersonate him as so much mm. as just channel his uh, speech patterns. Mm. And that, that is going to be a very difficult thing to parody. So we do need somebody to mm. channel Malcolm Turnbull channeling... Mm. Uh, uh, Donald Trump without actually having to do Donald Trump, which is actually good because I can't do Donald Trump and I could probably do Malcolm Turnbull badly doing the channeling of Donald Trump. I think I could probably do it. <laughs> so I think I could probably. Do you think we should do it? Is it a good idea? Should I do that tonight? Yeah, absolutely. You should definitely. Right. I mean, I know you won't, and I won't be able to call you out on it because I'll be watching Origin, but that's not the point, Sean. Yeah. No, I won't be. Do you be. think the Maroons? Are you going to go for the Maroons? Maroons hey, the Maroons. Sean, if you need someone to impersonate uh, Peter Dutton, 
Merrick Watts yes. does an amazing impersonation oh, of Peter do, Dutton. Don't put me on the spot, Liam. Oh, Merrick, do come, please, please, don't, please. This is your chance to get on Matters Help. This is very, very popular with my listeners, Sean. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Peter Dutton, here we go. <clears throat> I'm Peter Dutton. I'd like to be Prime Minister. I'm Peter Dutton. Some people say that I've got a head like a potato, but I still want to try to stop people from coming into Australia if they can't talk proper. What do you think of that, Sean? <laughs> just, just, just a couple of notes. Um, <laughs> okay, go. All right, next. When, I'm open to criticism. When the key, when the mm. key, because you did mention it twice during the impression, when mm. the key line is "I am Peter Dutton," mm-hmm. when you announce who you are impersonating, yeah, I, I think you're in a bit of trouble. Is it? Is that a? I, I think so. I think I think do. the good ones, the good impersonators, <laughs> the good impressionists, don't actually say "I am" and then say whoever they're doing. Okay. They leave that bit out and they assume that you'll come to that conclusion yourself based on the impression. <laughs> Hang on, just a second. Yeah. Just don't, get that down there. Don't, don't say. No, I'm, just maybe don't do. Don't, don't do. Don't do. Don't do. Don't do, don't do bl- not Peter Dutton, just like just a blanket. <laughs> not g- generally, I'd just cross that off the list. Don't do. At, don't do at all. Any jokes. At all. Could you put at all in don't caps do at the any end? Jokes. Don't do any jokes Ever. at all. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Um, Sean, just very quickly, yes. uh, on a sadder yes. note, because we've it's, it's always it's been quite jovial at this point. The passing of John Clark this year, I haven't spoken to any comedians on air about this, but John Clark was one of the great satirists of our time and a person who's influenced me enormously. You wouldn't be able to tell from my body of work because it's fairly ordinary, but I have actually a profound respect for the man. Were you, as a satirist yourself, um, how, not, um, not how did you feel, but you know, the loss of somebody like that, were you influenced by him? I know some yeah, of the comedians well, were. Yeah, Merrick, like, like you, and, and it's not that evident I don't think in what I do but um when I was and I'm a, I'm a bit older than you are but I'm, I think John John would have had 10 years on me there I think so I, I was about maybe 18 and he was close to 30 I think uh doing his Fred Dagg stuff on on radio and I remember just finding him and thinking oh this guy's really funny and he was a guy that I've, I went I would go out and buy the Fred Dagg records yeah so he so like he Humphreys and uh Gary McDonald I think were the three um, I know John wasn't Australian, but he was he was part of that local group that yeah. I thought, wow, you know, you can actually be a, a comedian in this neck of the woods. And I think those three, and particularly John, because he seemed just to be a bit more uh, mm. present because he was always on radio and then eventually he was always on television. And to have eventually met him and then to have eventually worked with him because I got to work with him in the XPM, which we did a couple of years ago. And we've ju- we actually just finished before John passed away. We finished on the Friday the second series of XPM with John. And then on the Sunday, he sadly passed away. Mm. So he was I had the good fortune of working with him for a good five or six weeks and have him perform my material. And you can't, I guess you can imagine what that would have been like to yeah. have somebody who, who had so much influence on you and who you regarded so highly being happy to perform your work and happy to perform with you. And I think that's, that, was, that was just such a joy. And, yes, he's a great loss, but I, I have had the great pleasure in the last uh, six weeks wow. to edit the XPM together and to basically work with him again because we're seeing, we'll, yep. and the audiences will see this in September, we'll get yep. to see yep. John um, working so beautifully. Wow. I mean, that's an incredible um, privilege and something I will never 
be able to achieve because people know my body of work and refuse to work with me. Uh, Sean McAuliffe. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Now, Merrick, you were in you were in Mr. and Mrs. Murder, which yes, you and I were in a show together. That's right. That's right. But you weren't actually in any scenes with me because the the restraining order. Um, but that was still that was still a, a fairly good piece of work. Sean, mad as hell returns. We murdered, we murdered you, as I recall. You'd be surprised how often that happens. Pretty much every look, either either I get murdered. Or I kill the show in some way. There's always a death when I'm on set. Sean McAuliffe's Mad as Hell returns tonight at 8.30 on the ABC. Of course, Origin's on tonight. And here's a really easy thing to do. You go to iView. Go to iView and you can watch it in your leisure after uh, Origin, of course, is completed if you choose to watch it. Sean McAuliffe, always a pleasure. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Mary. It's very kind of you. Tonight, of course, Origin 2, this could all be wrapped up tonight and we've spoken to Gerds. We've got lots of experts here at our disposal at Triple M. And of course, our call team will be doing a tremendous job of it tonight. But sometimes you just want to get somebody's opinion who has absolutely nothing to offer. So we got James them on Matheson. the line. <laughs> we, got, we got on the line. I knew, look, mate, you telegraphed that. I knew mate. it was coming. Where are you going to watch the game tonight, mate? I'm going to watch it at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is a, a bit of a, a, a shock. I'm not going to lie, because I do love going to Origin, um, whether it be here or interstate. I love going to Origin matches, and very rarely do I miss them in recent times, and particularly working at Triple M. Like, mm. Man, bang, tickets on tap. Pulsing you. through your take, veins. Take your friends, get some free tickets here, but no, not tonight. I've got to watch it at home, because I've got this... Um, Go on. Oh, I've got a thing I've got to do. It's pretty disappointing. I've got to... Uh, I got my family around. And I can't go because uh, I can't. My missus has said you can't go. Right. So I can't. I got to stay at home because it's uh, it's my son's birthday. So oh. he's right. kind of he's kind of let uh, he's let his old old man down a bit. Name he? him and shame him. Wolf. Wolf yeah. has let me down. Wolf eight years of age. Down. He t- he could have turned eight on any day, but mm. no. Chose Origin too, yeah. didn't he? And if he what was is it, possibly going to be the decider, a loving, giving son, he would have said, "Oh, don't worry about it, Dad." You know what he would have said? Make it, make my birthday the twenty second, Dad. Yeah, he would have organised you tickets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's eight, and he can't go because his his nan's here, and there's a special dinner and everything. Well, I know he can afford the tickets too. A hundred percent, he can. He's got a hundred bucks off his nan today. Hundred bucks what? from his nan. What's that? What's is she, that about? Is she Gladys Berejiklian? <laughs> No, I think my mum's seriously Bergen Banks or something. She's a pensioner. I mean, and she just pulls out. The, she pulls out the, the big grey nurse. You know what happened? This is no joke. So this morning, happy birthday, mate. Here's some Lego from your dad. Got a fart card. So it's like happy birthday. It's a birthday card. Open up. Just does fart noises. <laughs> Bang. Amazing. Oh, amazing. Dad, you have nailed that. Can't top that, Dad. <clears throat> hey, da- hey, son. Here, have some uh, Lego. A couple of boxes of Lego there. Smashing. Two boxes, two uh-huh. boxes of Lego there. Loves his Lego, Star Wars Lego. Loves Star Wars, loves Lego. Bang, two from two. Going to try and top that. Mum comes out with some books. <laughs> <laughs> She's out of touch. Mum. Oh, Bless. Good on you. No, love you. Very kind. I'm sure he's going to look forward to putting those on a shelf. And uh, so dad's still in front. He's got two boxes of Lego uh, there. to top. Nan. Gives him a card, and I've gone, oh, here we go. Can it possibly be better than the fart card? No. Opens it up. Out falls the dirty big green (laughs) note. He has never seen one before. (laughs) And his face is just gone. (laughs) 
<laughs> so he's put it all on the blues tonight. He doesn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> with a start. He's been down to the tab with a start. <laughs> oh, uh, so he is to blame for you missing the game tonight, Mitch. Yeah, he's to blame for me missing the game tonight because I would go. I've been to one of the best games, ironically, is not actually a home game for New South Wales. It was when, a couple of years ago when they played in Melbourne at uh, the MCG. That was one of the best games I've ever been to. It was a ripper. Have you you've been, have you been to Origin Interstate mm-hmm. in Queensland, clearly, or in Melbourne? I've been in to Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, which is probably not the same as Brisbane, but yeah, it's still kind of Did you, ele- it, electric for those people who understood what was going on. Yeah. Oh, this is the atmosphere just because hmm. it's a, it's a great arena. But the and the game itself when a couple of years ago when I went was it was a crunching game. Hmm. But, you know, still here tonight. Yeah. That's a big one. Origin 2. Surely there's up. some people in your boat mess tonight where they have got someone who or something that's causing them to miss the game. 100% or or those big game clashes. Have you ever had somebody I know I don't I don't want to point the finger, but let's name names, right? Wolf Watts m- making me miss Origin Two tonight. Do you want to hear something else? Right? This is no joke. Eight years ago, to the exact day, I was supposed to go and see the Swans play Collingwood. Right? I love my footy. I wanted to go in my footy. Couldn't go. Why? Why couldn't I go? Eight years ago to the day. I'll tell you why. Somebody wanted to be born. Mm, Sounds again. like Wolf has been nothing but Jeez. an inconvenience. I don't want to point fingers, but that's two from two, mate. I was working in Melbourne the day of uh, Australia's uh, World Cup qualifier against uh, Uruguay. I'd bought tickets like pre-sale for about 10 of my mates. Uh, I was working in Melbourne. I was due to catch a flight about two o'clock that afternoon. We had a flight that was delayed because an old lady, I don't know her actual name. Let's I, call her Gladys. Yeah. yeah or, or Betty. Bet, Betty. 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 Yep. Betty the bitch. Uh, <laughs> we had to disembark, go onto another plane. Took us about an hour and a half. By the time I landed in Sydney, it was about quarter to nine. Missed Australia v Uruguay, oh. World Cup qualifier. John Aloisi! Oh. Didn't even get to watch it because I'm in a cab you, listening no. with a cab driver. Thanks, Betty. No. Thank Betty you. Betty the bitch. If what? you're listening, hope she... you're dead. No, I don't. Sorry. No, I don't. Obviously, I don't but know But she probably her. is by now. Yeah. I mean, mm. she wasn't in great health well, if she was taken off the plane. I mean, so, fingers you know, crossed. Was she, okay, was she morbidly obese? Or, <laughs> no. Was I, she was lovely. She was lovely. Was she? She's someone's nan, and it's well, awful to even say that. But... Lucky uh, we don't know her real name, because otherwise we would be in for defamation. Not if she's dead. No, not if she's dead. One triple three five three. Who's to blame for you missing the big game? It can be in any sports code of any description, anywhere. Name them and shame them. Yeah, name and shame. Because they've been called out. We've got Betty the bitch, who of course made you lose. Our Wolf. Wolf twice. Can he use a, has he got a phone? Two for one. I hope phone. he's not listening to the show. He's eight. He's eight. <laughs> Should know better. Who's to blame for you missing the big game tonight? Of course, I will not be able to attend Origin 2, which I would normally go to with glee because it's my son's birthday and I don't know why he would try to ruin my day like that. So Wolf Watts. If he's listening though, son, I'm only kidding, mate. I love you more than life. Oh, far out. But not more than Origin. Oh, no. I'm not an idiot. Mate, it's Origin 2. We could could wrap this up tonight. What are you talking about? Jesus, mate. (laughs) Put your head in. Uh, Got Dan in D.Y. Damn. Yeah, mate, how you going? Yeah, very First good, mate. Goal, 34 Queensland, 2 New South Wales tonight is my prediction. Oh. 30, hang on, what was that, Dan? 34? 34 to Queensland and yeah. 2 for New South Wales. And that penalty they got to get that to, there was no way it was worth a penalty. 
All right, mate. You need to pull your head in for starters. <laughs> All right. What made so, you um, What made you miss the game, Dan? Mate, my missus water's breaking ten minutes before the North Queensland Cowboys and uh, Broncos grand final. Oh. The and I said to her, I go, are you sure? Like, are you really sure? You just, you know, it's like, how do you know the waters are broken? Yeah. Can we, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> have you had a baby before? Could you, yeah, this, this yeah. must be a mistake. Maybe you spilled something. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll do that. Maybe, maybe you just told a hilarious joke and she whizzed herself. No, no, that's she's got a bucket there. That is the water's breaking, Dan. And, that's a giveaway. And that's the time to make a bolt for it, right? That's the time when you're like, this is serious, this is on, yeah? Yeah, I don't know who to blame more, my daughter or my wife. Oh, okay. Oh, it's tough. Are you Flip of a coin there. Name, name and shame them, though, Dan. Well, I think he's yeah, na- he, he doesn't have to name them by name. Let's not let's not put their actual names out there. That's not actually, no, that's okay. all right. They listen to Smooth FM. You, they won't listen. They won't be listening to me. Oh, God, I wish I was there right now. <laughs> Smooth FM. Oh yeah, just <laughs> me- the mellow gold. Just, yeah. It's like you know what? You can't get prescription Valium easy. Just turn over. Just. Oh, there we go. Gentle like a, sedative. Like a warm bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations, Dan. Big night. We've actually got tickets for you to go to Wolf's birthday party. Yeah. Bang! <laughs> Elliot in Fairfield. Yeah, g'day. I'd like to actually uh, to, to blame my mum. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, my dad and I are massive Parramatta Eels fans. And uh, about mid year 2009, mum says she wants to go to the National Gallery first weekend of October, I think it was. Yeah. Because um, there's an exhibit on. So Dad and I kind of begrudgingly say yes, even though we know there's a grand final on that weekend. Oh. But, you know, Parramatta's pretty far down the table. Oh. Anyway, so week previously, I'm at Ainsford Stadium. We beat the Bulldogs. And then I realise I can't go to the grand final, neither can Dad. We're going to be watching it from a hotel in Canberra. Oh, mm. But you're an Eels fan, so it was probably good luck that you weren't there, wasn't it? Oh, in the end, but I'd never been to a grand final, so oh. I would have taken it either way. Do they have a big screen at the National Gallery that you can sort of... <laughs> no. No? A no. bar? Oh, I was hoping that, no. you know, they'd put a projector over one of the artworks no. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no. How, how old are you, Elliot? I'm um, 22. Have you got... Oh, so you're a little way off having kids. The good thing is when by the time your son's 22, there might be a window <laughs> of opportunity for the Eels back in the grand final, mate. So just hang in is there. Is that coming from a Tiger supporter, mate? Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's 12 years ago. It doesn't seem that long. Okay, let's move on. I've uh, got Mark and Guy Mia. Hello, Mark. How you doing, mate? Very good indeed. All right. Uh, you have got something to name and blame for making you miss the big game? Oh, massive rookie error on my own part. So my daughter, who I love, you know, so much, has a, a, a school musical on tonight. So I booked a ticket a couple of weeks ago. Completely not even aware that it was going to coincide with the same game. Same night as uh, State of Origin. Oh, so I'm going to be watching uh, School Musical tonight. Oh. And I'm about to go offline and hope that nobody tells me to score before the end of it. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, so, Mark, you, it, it's, it's blame Mark time, really. Mm. You're, you're dubbing yeah, it yourself. Oh, massive, yeah, massive rookie. So well, hang, yeah. hang on a second, Mark. <laughs> Let me get this right. Okay, let's have a look at this. You are missing out on Origin 2 to go and see Amateur Theatre. Now, if you want to miss out on Origin to go and see Amateur Theatre, just tune in to Soccer. <laughs> Merrickville here at Triple M. That's a pretty, what's that? That's a good track. That was Liam Gallagher's new song. Yeah, I don't mind that. Wall of Glass. What do you think Wall of that, Matthew? No, it's uh, right up there. 
Yeah, I didn't mind that. It was good. It was new. I should probably got across that before I open my mouth. But <laughs> what are you look, I'm not, a, I'm not. This a, is a I'm classic not, Merrick Watts did, back announce, James. You what? weren't even in the studio for most, but you were texting for the other half of it, and then you heard the last guitar twang, and you're like, "Oh, that's impressive." <laughs> Four and a half seconds of that song that I heard. <laughs> Don't pull back the curtain of what he does off air. Mate. I'm new here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hang on, sorry. I'm sorry. This is coming from the guy who made Guy Sebastian a star, okay? Okay, your response. Don't you tell me about music. Who was that again? Great track, Liam Gallagher. Well, he's one of the Gallagher's. What's he do? Oh, he, he... he was in a band. I think he was in the Beatles. Fairly, fairly big, yeah. Mm. What? You going to tell me or are we going to play Guessies? Uh, being... I can't tell if you're being serious. Is it real? What? He's from Oasis. He's one of the Gallagher brothers. Ah, suck it, guys. Uh, I knew that. I've interviewed him, you fools. Let's move on. Good news for New South Wales. <laughs> Good news. Oasis are touring? No. Yeah. Okay. Good news is, looks like there's a bit of excess cash around. So the yeah! New, New South Wales, bang, buck the trend. There is a $5 billion surplus in this state. That's... So basically what's happened is that they've uh, gone through the jeans and the washing machine and they have found a pineapple. <laughs> There's $5 billion have turned out in people's jeans. Uh, and I say that in a washing sense. We've got more, we've got more money than we're meant to have. Not in a genetic sense is what I mean. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that clarifies it. It's not in a genetic sense. Yeah, mm. yeah. Right. Um, I understand. And All it right. is a wonderful feeling even when you find like a lobster or a pineapple. But imagine oh. imagine the, the joy at Macquarie Street when they stumble across $5 billion. Surplus. Mm. So here's the thing, New South Wales. We can spend to the tune of $5 billion. That is so much money. When the, the, the country is in massive deficit, the worst deficit, like half a trillion dollars in deficit, and we've just turned up with a tiny little $5 billion. What do we want to do? Do we buy Tassie? Should we buy Tassie now and rename it New South Wales Part 2? That would be funny. <laughs> or New South of Wales? Oh, oh, yeah. Newer South of no, Wales. No, less cared about New South Wales. <laughs> How about that? I don't know. I, yeah, what would you do? You're a, you're a former politician, Matho. Oh, I mean, what are they? If you, if you don't get elected, are you a politician? No, okay. no. You're uh, a politician. Wash up, but yeah. yeah, a nearby gone. Uh, Welcome. What, four, five million people in the state? How much is that per no, person? No, 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 no. In the city. Yeah, if we each get a bloody check. Divided by a billion, yeah, it's well, about $100 each. I mean, that's not a bad. Imagine just opening the post and there's... I'd be happy for that. Put yeah. it towards energy bills that have gone up 20%. What are you doing about that, Matthew? Nothing, because you're not a politician anymore. Um... Some suggestions. What would you do if you seriously four and a half billion dollars? Well, I, re- I mean, what, what do you spend that on? That's probably like ten hospitals there. You know, public schools are pretty full. We could probably bump up a few of them. Yeah, yep. I got a pothole like at the end of the street. Oh yeah, that isn't amazing. Yeah, you could uh, get that fixed. You know, I could do a quote for yeah, probably four some and a half billion dollars. Some really uh, practical and smart suggestions there, Miss. No, his infrastructure ideas are shit. Okay, let's get on <laughs> some good ones here. All right, number one, we build a tunnel that avoids connection to any other tunnel in Sydney. Mm. We're all getting on that one. Like the Springfield <laughs> yep. escalator to nowhere. Yep, bingo. Yeah. It's the tunnel that doesn't connect to any other tunnels, so you know it's going to work. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because the Cross City Tunnel goes east and distributes, and you just go, what am I doing here? Before just, you know it, and then five going, what's going on? This is one big loop. Yeah. Well, they've tried to do that. They just haven't closed it. Anyway, the tunnel that doesn't connect to any other tunnels, that's good. That'll cost $4.5 billion. Um, Wet and Wild, it's been a real treat. We're all pretty happy with that. Let's not stop. Mm. What's next? Wet and Wilder. Oh, yeah. Dream... 
dreams come true world? <laughs> Not horrible nightmares, dreams, dreams world? <laughs> More theme parks. Wet Dreams World. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I think that's King's Cross. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> there. Ooh, like that. Uh, more theme parks would be good. What about this one? Uh, talking about upgrade of public facilities. Yes. Everyone's talking about Badgerys Creek. Second airport. Second airport. Second airport. What about the one we've already got? We've already got a second airport. Bankstown. Let's make that, upgrade that airport and make it more reflective of the community and make it a fully sick airport. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Pimp yeah. it out. You know, um, not starters, get rid of any prop planes, <laughs> no. propellers. Nice. No. Hot though. Just straight out, just... Pl- Concords. Subaru make planes, yeah. don't they? <laughs> don't they? They do now with $5 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Pimp that out. Make it a pimp out. Okay, I probably should have come up. If, really... if Queensland if Queensland win tonight, they might need to spend some of it on repairing ANZ Stadium. Oh, they're going to tear the it apart. The fans will tear it apart. They're absolutely going to tear it apart. Any other suggestions? Five, uh, $4.5 billion, Matho. How would you spend it in this city? I mean... Because let's forget about the rest of the state. It doesn't count. Yeah. No. I'd, I'd love to see, you know, just all of the highways just get greened over like some more green space i think would be nice you know oh, Jesus. Break. <laughs> self-driving cars okay, yeah, mate you had you... a half an hour and yet that's the list you came up with you throw me on the spot <laughs> you know pimp out bankstown mm. airport if you mm. watch if you're listening mm. in bankstown airport that's a mm. great airport yeah mm. i learned to fly at bankstown airport can you fly yeah yeah why aren't you doing that <laughs> tonight uh, is Origin 2. Matthew, you'll be watching it in the comfort of your own home. I think I might go to the pub. You know, oh. there's nothing like the pulsating atmosphere. atmosphere of complete strangers cheering for a team from my general geographic area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's camaraderie, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, it would be a different story for people out uh, at ANZ Stadium tonight. And uh, strangely enough, we actually, in Brisbane, at Triple M Brisbane, had a competition, as we would have here to fly down some fans of origin, the Queensland squad, to fly down to New South Wales, to civilization, just to see <laughs> what it looks like for people with all their teeth. <laughs> we don't. One of those people is on the line now and he's getting upset. Is Shane from Yarraba Bill, blah, 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 blah. Shane from Queensland. There you go, Merrick. Yeah, very good, Shane. Mate, welcome to New South Wales. Welcome. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy, they've let him out. Oh, he's a sorry, parliamentarian. Sorry about that. I'm surrounded by my brethren. Yeah. Okay, Shane, are you drunk? Uh, no, I, I think I had uh, one, one and a half or two. One and a half <laughs> Just or two. this hour. Yeah, yeah. flagons. Uh, Shane, honestly, mate, how do you enjoy the atmosphere? Okay. How do you enjoy the atmosphere here in New South Wales for Origin 2? Oh, mate. To be honest, we want to come down here and uh, beat New South Wales in their own backyard, just like you guys did to us up there, so we can have the decider in Brizzy. Yeah, are you That's already at the? All it is. Are you uh, at the stadium yet, Shane, or are you on your way? We're on our way. We're not far away. We're about ten minutes away, or maybe five minutes. And Shane's got no idea how Sydney traffic Sorry, works. They're still yeah, forty-five minutes. Exactly. This guy's probably ten minutes away. We're just in Darlinghurst. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you, you'll be right. Mate, do you know any of the other people in that group you're travelling with? And and is there someone you've uh, pointed out early that they are going to be a bit of trouble on this trip? 
Oh, yeah. Do you want to speak to him? No. <laughs> no. No, we do not, Shane. In fact, no, no. Shane, Shane, we, Shane, we don't even want to speak to you. Thank you very much for your time, Shane. And, of course, the other Queenslanders there who can also not be trusted to speak on live radio. James Matheson, have a great time tonight, mate. Origin 2 is on. Go the Blues. Go Blues. Thank you for visiting Merrickville. If you missed anything during this day, subscribe to the Merrickville podcast on iTunes or with your favourite Android app, 104.9 Triple M. See Jim Owen at a club near you. Go to jimowen.com. I'm staying in this hotel at the moment. It's got revolving doors. It's not a great entrance, is it, revolving doors? You have to take tiny steps on your arrival. <laughs> and they can see you coming too. No element of surprise. Look at this idiot. Merrickville, 104.9 Triple M.